Hello and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening to the Mindset Muse, we want to welcome you to the Mindset Muse podcast. And if you're just joining in, if you're just joining us, we are exploring the science of manifestation the science behind the idea of manifesting imaging something in your head and then boom it comes into a physical being it comes into our physical experience we're using a book called breaking the habits of being yourself written by dr joe dispenza Today we're going to be focusing on the concept of change and then we will move into emotions and then we will finish with the science of epigenetics. Epigenetics is simply the study of how the environment affects and controls our genetic makeup or our genes. So we're diving in here. What makes change so hard? Why is changing your habits so darn difficult? Well, the subconscious mind is 95% of us, while the conscious mind is 5%. So we are only conscious 5% of the time which means that we're most of the time we're living from memory we're living from what we remember what does that mean so let's take the feeling of guilt for example when something happens in your environment you tend to subconsciously blame yourself or quietly you say oh that's my fault so you're used to feeling guilty for years and years let's say 20 years all you know is guilt what's happened is there are some neurons in your brain that have been hardwired to fire the feeling of guilt into your hormones into your feelings and so over time even though the feeling of guilt is not good by definition well we wouldn't say it's not good we would say it doesn't feel as good um so even though that feeling doesn't feel good to you you still want it the reason you still want it is because the hormones in your body along with the neurons that have been hardwired to love feeling guilty have you've been reassured they have been reassured your cells and your genes have been reassured that this is safe they're convinced that this is your safe zone so let's say this today let's just say for example today you've been feeling guilty for the past 20 years that's all you've known if something happens your response automatically is to feel guilty and blame yourself so suddenly you want to make a change you say today at 1 30 p.m i 
am going to feel very, very happy and selfless when my boss comes in and blames me for so and so. I am not going to feel guilty anymore. You're trying to make a change, right? So what happens in that moment is that your cells notice right away when you are trying to make that decision. And your hormones and your feelings in your body, they feel awkward. They say, well, what do you mean? We have been feeling guilty all this time. This is your safe zone. Why do you want to make this sudden change? So they start to notify your brain. And the neurons that have been fired and hardwired for the past 20 years in your brain they take the message and they say aha so she's trying to feel happy suddenly and not feel guilty that is so weird the chemicals that we have that feel safe to us is the chemical of guilt so we now have to convince her that she loves feeling guilty and that happiness is a ridiculous stupid idea But when we tell her this, we are not going to let her know. We're going to do it so subtly that she will not even notice what's happening. So as a result, what's going to happen is you're going to start noticing you're making certain justifications in your brain you will say oh so 1 30 i probably have this stuff going on i probably have to take my kids from their dad at 1 30 i have so and so coming i have to check my emails what am i talking about i you know feeling guilty is probably just normal it's natural everybody feels guilty so what's the big deal in fact i can just reschedule this for tomorrow i can do this tomorrow yeah there'll be plenty of time tomorrow let's let's reschedule for tomorrow so what had happened there is that the feeling of guilt has become the same it's almost like a drug well it's not almost it's exactly like a drug now to your body your body needs those emotions released the hormones that have been released for the past 20 years they need to be released it's become like a drug to your body and if you don't have that then you will experience some sort of abnormality or some sort of anxiety about it so this is why change changing your habits changing your your normal day-to-day routines can be very very difficult but here's the good news the good news is just as a negative emotion has been successfully embedded into our subconscious mind so can positive emotions what do i mean by that for example take the uh, situation the case of somebody who is used to working out I have been in, in here where if you're working out you start working out the first week you feel eh, 
the second week you feel oh okay you know i might i might be this might be for me i like kind of like it third week you're like oh okay this is really feeling good right you wake up one day and you don't go to the gym after going for three weeks straight what's going to happen to you your body is going to say wait what are you doing we are used to working out we're used to lifting weight we're used to stretching we're used to running on the treadmill and now suddenly you want to quit on us you better get in the gym and you will notice the difference like you will feel so bad that day like if you don't go to the gym it doesn't feel right it becomes like an addiction so you can become addicted to a positive experience to positive emotions just like that so what are really emotions emotions uh, the author um, defines them as a product of our past experiences so emotions are stuff that we are remembering from the past so how does that happen we have our sensory experience our sensory experience from um, our current environment let's say you are observing a certain uh, experience right now you are somewhere and the sun is shining on you so you remember there is a, you're you're feeling this feelings of the sun and the heat of the sun hitting your body and then you start to smell uh some fruity uh, pineapple or uh, papaya in the air so the air is feeling really really good the sun is shining on your body so that data is being recollected is being collected by your your senses your sensory uh, memory which is your sight smell sound taste and touch your sight your smell your sound uh, sound taste and touch so you're starting to retain that memory that memory is going into your neurons and so the neurons in your in your brain start to align in the body to reflect that event to reflect uh, to reflect that sun shining event and then that and then they begin to release chemicals into your body those chemicals are called emotions or feelings so those chemicals that we are feeling then we can then identify with that event when we identify with that event we our body retains those chemicals it reproduces those chemicals the next time you want to feel uh the sunshine experience again you can just remember it and when you remember it your body will release the same chemicals and your body will relieve that same experience over and over and over again that's what we call memory so basically a memory is something that is retained neurologically and chemically in our body and our brain this is exactly how the conditioning of the body happens so 
we are conditioning the body with our memories. We're remembering our experiences. We're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we will talk a little about genetics and end the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hello, enjoying the Mindset Muse podcast so far? You can now become a sponsor by donating to make it possible for future episodes to air. Just click the listener's support link to learn more. Thank you. Hello and welcome back here. If you're just joining in, uh, we are talking about the science behind manifestation, the science behind imagining some experience and then feeling it in your body and then bringing that experience into our physical world. Uh, We are doing that by using the book, Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself, How to Lose Your Mind and Gain a New One. It's written by Dr. Joe Dispenza. So, as I was saying, we were going to touch a little on the idea of genetics. Science has, for the past uh, centuries, told us that disease is caused by changes in our genes which has been found to be slightly false because only 5% of diseases that are currently that have currently been been identified are caused by our genes the other 95% are caused by our environmental changes stress anxiety so that's most of the causes of current diseases of most diseases so as a result the idea of epigenetics comes into play what is epigenetics epigenetics basically means studying how uh, genes are affected outside of the cell okay the study of changes that occur in genes as it relates to the environment so basically changes occurring in in our genes without changes occurring in the dna sequence changes occurring in the genetic makeup without changes occurring in the dna sequence what does that mean take a person with multiple personality disorders for example i did not know this but but i'm learning now that people with multiple personalities when they switch one of those people in the same body will have an allergic reaction to certain stimuli but when they switch to a different person with the same dna that same person with the same DNA will not, will become completely immune 
to that same stimuli. So they, let's say, um, Sasha Fierce, I'm going to use Beyonce, yes. Uh, Sasha Fierce, let's say Sasha Fierce is allergic to, I don't, I'm not saying that uh, Beyonce has uh, personality disorders. I'm saying, I'm just giving an example. So let's say uh, somebody has um, a personality disorder. One personality is John Smith. John Smith um, loves apples, right? But when John Smith doesn't want to be John Smith anymore, John Smith switches to Gerald. So Gerald is the same person as as John Smith. This is somebody with multiple personality disorder. Uh, Gerald now is allergic to apples. And it's the same person in the same body. And this actually happens with people with multiple personality disorders. Yeah, I didn't want to use the Beyonce example because I know people can be a little weird. So I don't want to put her under any kind of scrutiny. She has enough to deal with. Anyway, moving on here. In the same token, two people can be exposed to the same toxic environment. And one person will be sick while the other doesn't. For example, doctors and nurses in hospitals, they are exposed to pathogens and a lot of diseases all the time, and but they're not sick all the time. How is that? So what the author is essentially saying is that we can overcome the environment so that certain genes in, our, in the body do not become activated. Maybe we can't control everything in the environment. We cannot control natural disasters or anything like that, but we can control our inner environment. So proteins basically are the building blocks of life. So our genes and our cells in the body make uh, our cells in the body make proteins so the body will make certain proteins to adapt to its current environment for example have you ever seen those little insects that look like twigs they're crickets or some sort of uh yeah, usually crickets do this. When I was in the farm back in Africa, I will see some crickets. They will look just like twigs. Like you wouldn't even know they were alive. They they change the protein in their body changes to match that environment so that they can be able to camouflage and not be caught uh, or, you know, or sought after or preyed on. Uh, a classical example of this is the chameleon. The chameleon is able to instantaneously switch its look to match wherever it's at so that it can camouflage better and not become a prey. So what does all of this mean for us? This means that genes are as changeable as our brains our genetic makeup can be changed as much as we can change 
the neurons and the the the, uh, the way our neurons align up in the brain. Different genes are activated during different times. So this is the birth of the study of epigenetics, which challenges the old idea, the old genetic model that states that we're doomed to our genetic inheritance, which says that if your family is overweight, then you are doomed to be overweight. If your family uh, has a certain disease, then you're doomed to have that disease. So the idea of epigenetics and the science behind that is trying to, it was not trying to, it has proven to disprove the old scientific model of saying that our genes are inherent inherent in us and cannot be changed what we're finding now what the new science is finding out is the opposite is that genet genes are actually uh proven to switch up and change through the creation of different proteins in the body to adapt to the environment that we're in on that note we're going to end uh this episode next week we're gonna come in and we're gonna talk and conclude this book this is probably one of my favorite books that i've ever read i want you i want to challenge you to actually listen to the book or read it yourself um why am i doing this the reason i'm doing this is because I read somewhere that the young people of this generation, if you want to hide something from them, put it in a book. <laughs> Somebody said, you, you want to hide something from us, put it in a book. And I, and I say to heck with that, I'm going to get into these books and I'm going to see what's hidden in them and I'm going to share it with those of us who may not have time to read, who may not love to read. I want to make it enjoyable for us. I want to bring you information that will improve both you and I for the betterment of the future. So wherever you are, whether it's day, evening, night, and you're listening to this, I hope this has helped you. If you have learned anything uh, during the short episode here, if you have had any kind of aha moment, anything that has waken you up at all, go ahead and leave us comments and leave us messages. We would love to hear from you. Also, let us know where you're listening in from. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. It's Friday. Enjoy, everybody. Ciao.